0: Welcome to the Fight for Our podcast. I am your host, Uncle Fox, and today we are here in Tucson, Arizona, for the Sacred Site Summit sponsored by the Apache Stronghold. I'm going to catch some people here and talk about what they are here for and what they want to learn from this summit. All right. Well, we got a guest here, uh, Ruben from the To Nation, and he's here today at the at the Sacred Summit. Um, how you doing, Ruben?
1: pretty good man good morning good
0: morning huh so how are you liking it over here at the sacred summit it's
1: good um it, it's really good so far i i uh, i'm learning a lot but uh, i think that it was really powerful the first night um when you had all all these people talk about their plight and their part of the world yeah you had the, the intros and uh the guy from Siberia that sang the song mm-hmm. um, it was just uh I would say like it was really powerful to see the indigenous from around the world um just come together in the kind of the same struggle, yeah, so it, yeah, yeah,
0: it was pretty good. I mean, all that stuff that had the, the classes they had to and just learning all that all the issues that was going on, especially like the youth class they had, you know that was pretty good, yes. Yeah, so um, I, I heard it, uh, you're a writer.
1: Yeah, I, I write some poetry, uh, or what I call poetry, anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've uh, been reading for a while. I used to read for Red Ink, and then now I just I host uh, a series called Beyond Emerging Beyond Genocidal Colonization. Oh, okay. And so we uh, we host uh, poets from all over, especially during the pandemic, we found the Zoom platform, so we were able to have people come in from all over the country, different parts of the world. Oh, cool. Come in and read, so it's been good. Um, I'll share a couple of poems. Yeah, sure, yeah. Let's see, okay. So this one's called, uh, Don't Look Back, The Light Has Shifted. Cultural rock gifted us in the Indian Roundup. The broken humans pieced together in erosion. Dawn of the Hollywood Indian in the sorrows crimp. Alas, the walks begin. Leaving parts of me in every footfall, I breathe life. The air em- empathizes, yet is heavy with the toxins I breathe in the breaking of me, and the killing of me. Empathy. Oceans fill the sky. I walked on water long before I drowned Jesus and his ego there beyond the canyon, I found a different strength, a new truth, and I would be better because you can't, you are too white. You never killed me, you never destroyed me, I suffered through my people and they through me, we are all connected still, you have failed. Today we run like our ancestors did, for the good of things, not from you, through you. Worship a effing cross, I'm not this, salute a effing flag, I'm not this. The victim you created is dead. The sound of the gore breaks your reality, leaving me autumn Unbroken shall be the gift I hand the next seven generations. Churches are crumbling throughout our lands every day. BIA appointed power is dying every day. I will never lose myself in our truth. I will never die in our truth. Blood-soaked America, the making of America, the world versus the original people, British, French, Spanish, Irish, Italian, German, Jewish, Russian, Chinese, Japanese, Mexican, free slaves, and on and on. Blood-soaked America, the blood of our ancestors, the glue of your so-called democracy. Truth, your perniciousness dissolved in your greediness, long ago where poor malevolence pisses on itself. In your genocidal efforts, you have gave me a strength you can never acquire, a gift from my Creator through my ancestors, through the churches, through the boarding schools, through all the tribal corruption. I am, power, I am powerful beyond anything you can ever know. Listening to the rhythm of the gourd, I am light in many worlds. I am not broken. I have emerged from the rusty break in historical traumas hold. Uncertainty is certain. I am not a foreigner to your weak mind anymore. I am not an immigrant in your sick church anymore. I am awesome, and I will die in brilliance, not survival. Oh wow, that's pretty good, man. I like that yeah, um, you know what I liked about this whole so I was just introduced to to uh the whole struggle last last year um my aunt uh she's a uh, she's been advocating for border rights since like the late eighties. Yeah. And, uh, so she kind of like taught me what, what was what and there's organizations out there that, um, uh, that call up on other people's ideas or their, their, their plight. And they kind of make it their own. Yeah. Whether they're grant funded funded or whatever. And so, um, uh, she's done a lot of work, a lot of advocacy. Um, uh, throughout the th- this time, and a lot of people knew her, um, so they uh, when they knew when they found out I was her her nephew, they tried. Um, I would asked to get to join these organizations, and mm-hmm. so then I, I would go kind of just peep game, you know, look at see how see how things are, and yeah. uh, I would look at leadership, and I noticed that some of them would talk the talk but not walk the walk. Yeah and they were just kind of like it was more like a a personal agenda rather than the actual cause yeah so my aunt was doing the opening prayer for the runners that were coming from phoenix last year okay so she asked me she well she kind of volunteered me and she was like they need runners and i'm like okay where where do they start and (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, yeah (laughs) and uh so I, i ran with them and um and then uh, I had to leave for work that uh, that day, then I came back uh, and helped them run into, we ran into Oak Flats, it's the first time I've ever been there. Mm. Uh, met Winsler essentially, and um, but I was watching at the same time. Yeah. Like, because I, I, I'm just, my mind is just trained that way when it, when they it enter some kind of cause yes. to see how the organizational structure was. I'm traditional, so yeah. I, from my authentic ways, I'm traditional, I have no Christian ties whatsoever. I'm yeah. um, solely tradition and uh everything he was doing everything Windsor was doing in just from the beginning the prayers the the reason why and i understand it yeah because i'm traditional yeah i was watching him and um he was doing everything right like how i know it yeah how my aunt does it because mm-hmm. you don't just go into a fight and just you know there's so many protocols that you have to go make offerings you do run or you do you there's there's some suffering you have to go through before you actually start and then yeah. there's you you have to get you have to talk to the elders you have to get talk to medicine people and you bring them as well and so so everything he was doing um that was the first day like okay well i'll see what happens tomorrow <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it and, and it was more strong it was it was stronger than it yeah. say and i understand it because it's a build-up and in, in ceremony and then there's this like kind of you know it comes all together but you leave with that mm-hmm. and um so it's like all right, this guy's for real, and, um, and so I support him. And then he, I got invited to the Gram Run, uh, the Mount Gram Run, and uh, I did that with them. Ran ran a few miles with them there, and uh, it was the same thing. From the we met at the uh, the monument in St. Carlos, um, and then uh, the Geronimo Monument, I think it is. Yeah, and um, we did we did all that there. Got ready. Uh, they did, they did a little ceremony, of blessing um in the in the Apache way which you know I'm I'm, I was just getting kind of like learning it but I danced with our ceremonies and everything, so it's so I understood it you know and um and when we did the the Mount Grand Run I just came from our our ceremony Mm -hmm. so so I couldn't um jump right into it I had to wait a little bit before I could start partaking yeah and uh and it did the same way. We did a, that that day we ran into St Carlos and then we slept and then we woke up that morning and started uh, early in the AM and uh and we did that again in the AM and then we left. We started running. So um knowing that uh having that knowledge of like you see what's real and what's not real, it was mm-hmm. very real and it was strong. Yeah. And so um and since then I uh, I just you know became a, a supporter of him. Um, I, I, I find a lot of wisdom in what he does because I'm learning from him if you're traditional, then it doesn't really matter what what tribe you come from. Um, I've learned from Navajo elders, I've learned from uh, Hopi elders, you know and, and um, I've learned from other people in how they do things because we do it pretty similar. Yeah, there was just these protocols and there's a discipline in in all of it. And he does all that. So yeah. So I was just I was like, Wow, it's and and that's rare. It's yeah. really rare to find individuals that that go through it and it's not about how it looks or how you know, it's just about no, this is how we have to do it. Yeah. So so it was it was an honor to to be a part of this and um get asked to to come help. Yeah. That that's good because I always say like you know, if you're, like you're saying, you're
0: part of, you know, you go to ceremonies and it's really easy um, for people to understand Oak Flat when they, like you said, no matter what tribe, if you're going to ceremonies and you're traditional, you're going to understand Oak Flat. Yes. You know, and it, and, and it's really easy. And now we're just talking about that. Like, you know, people who talk about uh, tradition and culture, you know, one of the main things is you got to go to ceremony. Yes. If you're, if you're going to do that, you got to go to ceremony and that's something you're doing, and so it was really easy for you for probably just to understand what was going on here, you know?
1: Yes, it was automatically just come in. Some of the dances were similar. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, there was a lot of similarities, yeah. and for the same reasons. Yeah. you know, So it was, uh, it was good. I mean, um, and, and every time I've gone and uh, they had the dancers come out, I've always gotten blessings that helped me after, yeah. you know, so it was always good. So Awesome. So it's benefits to to both of it, and um, and that's how it usually works. When you come in to, to help, it's not you're only just helping them. You're helping yourself because there's something that you're going through in your life. Yeah, that, um, you get some clarity there. Yeah, for for things, and and so it kind of helps you evolve in yourself yourself as well. Yeah, so that's true. Do you uh, have another poem there you wanted to read? Um, I'm gonna keep this a little lighter, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, when I, uh, you know, me and my brother used to uh, have a, a a rap group back in the '90s. Oh, nice! It was it was similar to your that poem you just had. You know, <laughs> at that time we were, I was pretty, you know, uh, uh, you know what the government had done to our people and all that stuff, and it was all in inside us, and we were just putting it all out <laughs> oh, yeah. on tracks, you know. But yeah, that that's what the,
1: your your first poem kind of remind me of that. I got a question when did you learn about uh what happened really happened in America um well that's what
0: you know I ever since I was little I've I've been in ceremony I Uh you know I, I never knew I knew I was different because sometimes um um in California ceremonies um start on Thursday night and then they go through Friday and we would have to go to school and um I would catch the bus and then the bus would drop us off at three on Friday and there would be dancers out by the, you know, and all these, all these, you know, non-natives would look and like, what's that? You know, and you see all these dancers out there. And I knew at that time, like, oh, we we must be different than, you know, because they don't have that, you know, we were, but I, I did find out really was in high school. Like when I start to go through history and at that time they had all that stuff in the history books. You know, they had oh a, wow yeah when I was in high school they they had the massacre and the buff all that and I was like dang what like what the heck you know <laughs> so that's when I started to realize what was going on and then and then um my mom she was involved in like uh AIM and she was um oh she was um she was at Alcatraz and my dad was at Alcatraz so I kind of knew a little bit and then when my uncle Windsor he got involved with Matt Graham that's when I really started to you know find out what was really going on because i start you know hanging with him and doing mount graham runs like that so that's where it all started from you know so that's how i got it how i went going but at first it was just ceremony like it's all i ever did was ceremony dancing singing yeah that's all it was
1: yeah because uh somebody had asked me that and i and i said uh i didn't learn anything on the res because it was all bia yeah criteria for our schools and you know the boarding school i went to the same way um and uh but when i got off the res this guy was telling me you need to read these books yeah so it was like uh black alice speaks bear my heart wounded knee things yeah. like that and mm-hmm. and i cried i remember when i read that i was like what the?" you know yeah because um, i didn't know anything about it, and. I, for the first like five, like four or five years after I learned about all that, I was really militant mm-hmm. and really yeah. <laughs> hardcore yeah. militant. When you first find out that's how you feel. <laughs> I understand <laughs> that. So, um, but later on, I, I learned that I have to be an example to my sons and to, to young men and, um, in learning to live a right way. And that's mm-hmm. our, our traditional way. Our, our, we call it our autumn human, our way of life. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, walking a good path and I have to be that for, for them. Um, and that's, to me, is the best way that I could contribute to my people is, and also, you know, taking in causes and things like that as I can. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my poetry speaks about that and a lot of the things, the issues that are still occurring on the reservations, like the alcoholism, the, the abuse, all those things are still happening. I, I write a lot about that because I feel that if you fix a home, um, you reinsert some of our, our philosophies, our, 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 values, you know, um, our principles that, uh, everything I think will fix itself. Yeah. If, you, if you start fixing, fixing the home. Yeah. But you know, children need to be safe. Yeah. Women need, sure. women need to be safe. The community needs to be safe. So I wrote this one because I grew up in an abusive home and, um, My mom, she didn't drink or or get high, but um, she was abusive. And my neighbor, um, his mom was similar, but but she she drank a lot. Mm -hmm. And I remember them coming over and asking for for food and, you know, things like that. And and they were younger than I was, and I was, like, uh, about eight years old. A lot of this was happening. Mm -hmm. Um, But I remember going over there to their house and, uh, you know, dishes piled up and um the electricity would be on off sometimes and uh people would be passed out yeah around you know just mm-hmm. partying so i wrote this one okay it's called piercing beer, beer stained blanket a little boy stands over his drunk passed out mother silent silently he cries in the in the ugly stillness where <clears throat> we're square we're scared Weak minds strive in the chaos of poverty, but the boy is small, thus the simulation has only begun to s- begun to sit in his stomach. Mama, I'm hungry. Mama, wake up. I'm hungry, he says to her ear, cognitive not to wake the mean drunk that hurts him. His mother is passed out drunk, broken in addiction. She is deaf to his cries, numb to his knees. The little boy sits next to his mother in the dark. He begins to weep, and not not dejectedly because he is alone, hungry, and malnourished. His tears fall from the constant realization of his negligence. Knowing only his shameful hunger for food, for his mother's attention, slowly the little boy is becoming as deaf and numb as his drunk mother, her generational gift. The rest process begins. And now confusion makes sense to him because his heart is heavy with emptiness. It doesn't know how to stop being human, yet. The little boy is cold. He wipes cold cold tears from his little florid face. His crying softens down to a whimper. It's always a goddamn whimper. He gets up in the cold darkness, walks carefully to the couch. He takes the empty beer cans and empty beer bottles off the couch, then takes the beer-stained blanket back to his passed out mother. He covers her as as, as best he can and lies like her, trying to forget his hunger and the helpless truth of their poverty. On the reservation, there are many dying stars. The little boy holds his mother and tells her he is sorry for crying, that he is sorry for being hungry. He tells her to go ahead and sleep, that everything is okay, and that he loves her. The little boy lays, lays there still while holding his passed out mother, quietly looking around their dirty little house in the moonlight. He says softly, Mama, I wish we weren't poor. Mama, I wish we had some food to eat. Mama, I wish we had good clothes to wear. Mama, I wish I had a dad. Mama, I wish he didn't drink beer. The little boy can't look anymore. He shuts his eyes. He holds his mother as hard as he can and prays. Creator, don't let my mother drink beer anymore. She's always drunk and passed out. Don't let her die that way. Creator, can you tell her that I am here? Can you remind remind her to love me? Can you help her to see her strength and beauty? Can you kindly tell her she is awesome and she is not supposed to live like this? Can you show her that I can't be a child in this? Can you tell her that she is everything and if not creator, can you remind her she is my mother and I love her? Thank you creator. With a heavy heart, the little boy falls asleep, warming them both in the beer-stained blanket.
0: Oh man, that's powerful. I like that one. Yeah. I could I could I mean i know a lot I, you know that's that sounds similar to what i've seen on the res and stuff like
1: that too yeah it's a hard truth and i think um, i don't know uh, every time i talk about it, it seems like people kind of just dodge the bullets so to speak and it's not that i want them um i'm not blaming anybody we know how it happened yeah you know the whole process of the assimilation process and all that um everything we were taught in boarding schools because you know, one of the things was, like, you know, my mom went through that whole process to cut your hair and do that whole yeah. bit, like, you know, that those boarding schools. And when I went to boarding school, um, I learned how to fight. Mm-hmm. I learned how to party. You know what I mean? That was yeah. basically what I did there, fight and party, play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's the same thing. Like,
0: I, like, my mom went through the boarding school, too, and I went to a boarding school, and that's the first thing I ever, that's the first time I ever learned how to fight was at a boarding school hey, you have but to. before that it was you know like public schools i didn't but boarding school was the fir- yeah it was the first time i ever fought yeah. so i could see that
1: so yeah um but i think it's just like i said man it's an ongoing problem that we as an uh, in, in in indian country native america whatever you want to call it um mm-hmm. we have to really change and um because it, it's if you know, if kids are still being abused physically, mentally, sexually, mm-hmm. um, then then we're all in that same boat. We're still you know, we're not yeah. moving forward. Yeah. of us are. So
0: All right, well, thanks a lot, man. Thanks for taking the time to come out here and you know, seeing the Sacred Summit and getting on getting on my podcast and thanks a lot, man. Thanks for all, all your poetry sounds great too, and just keep up the good work and hopefully I keep seeing you around at the Mount Graham and Oak oh, Flat and things like that.
1: Yeah, Yeah, definitely, sir. Anytime, man. Thank you.
0: All right, no problem. Thanks. Well, I want to thank Ruben for coming out and talking on the podcast. Um, we're going to have a lot more guests on this podcast. Uh, we had a great time at the Sacred Summit. Um, everything went uh, beautiful over there. A lot of people got a chance to meet um, some other people that will be on the podcast. So I just want to thank everybody for listening and to make sure that you follow on apple or spotify Uh, we're also on amazon and google and thank you very much